You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Fantasy Football Today DFS. My name is Sina Jad. I'm your host. It's the Tuesday recap and early look at pricing. And I do want to say, don't forget, we have a regularly timed game-by-game preview Fridays at 11 o'clock. It's going to be me and Mike McClure. We go through every single game. We talk about our favorite plays, Mike's top three at each position, and both of our cheat sheets. I want to run through this show really fast. I want to kind of do a quick hitter show on Tuesdays where we do a couple recap lineups, which we'll save to the end, including our FFT DFS winner. We're going to see his lineup. But what I really want to do is just kind of go through really quickly some of the games I'm looking at and some of the pricing or or some of the players that I'm looking at from a pricing standpoint. I do want to point out before we bring up the DraftKings board, A, thank you for filling up the contest pretty early. We're going to have the link for the FFT DFS $5 contest. We're going to have that out uh, really soon later today. So make sure you get it, get into it early. Uh, the other thing I want to note is some of the high totals that we might be looking at for week three before we pull up position by position, QB, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Here are some high totals. Falcons at the Lions. It's a 47 and a half point total. For the record, it's about a four and a half point spread. Uh, Texans at Jaguars, a nine point spread. but That's a 45 and a half point total. I think that one's really interesting from a DFS standpoint. Uh, Bills at Commanders, that's 45 and a half. It's kind of on the higher end, not super high. Chargers at Vikings, 51 and a half. This is a game a lot of people are going to be keying in on for obvious reasons. And the Bears at Chiefs, another one that I find very, very interesting at 49. That's a 12 and a half, 13 point spread. So, you know, typically we like to avoid those games because they're not going to be ultra competitive. We're not going to have that back and forth that we really want from a DFS standpoint. But I'm not saying I'm going to avoid that game. It's just something to consider. Typically, when you have these high totals, you want them, you want the spreads to be at least within a score of each other, you know, ideally within three points of each other, just so that you can have that theoretical back and forth uh, from, from your correlated lineups. All right. I said it was going to be quick hitter. I do want to bring up the QBs, the wide receivers, the running backs, and the tight ends. But before we do that, just let's take a quick little break and hear a message from our partners. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash cbssports. 
That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are back. This is Fantasy Football Today. DFS. All right, we got Nana working the ones and twos, and he's bringing up the QBs right now. So I think this is... uh. I think there's probably five or six quarterbacks that I really like in, in this slate. And, you know, I think Patrick Mahomes is probably one of them. We always have the same issue with Patrick Mahomes. If you're not pairing him with Kelsey, which is obviously usually an expensive stack, and we're not 100% sure Kelsey is fully, fully healthy. But if you're not pairing him with Kelsey, well, then who are you pairing him with? I mean, you can go to Kadarius Tony. Sky Moore actually got some looks. Outside of that, you know, Rasheed Rice, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, you're, you're not really going there. You're not pairing him with a running back. You're probably not playing any Kansas City Chiefs running backs this week is my guess. So I think the Patrick Mahomes to Kelsey stack, I think that's certainly in play. The one thing I'll point out is that there's so much value at the running back position. It, and, and we'll see. It's only Tuesday, right? We're going to see even more value open up at the receiver and likely at the running back position specifically as the week goes, maybe even at the quarterback position. But you're going to be able to pay up at receiver if you want to take those discount running backs. You're going to be able to pay up at receiver and perhaps pay up with your quarterback stacks as well. So I certainly Mahomes to Kelsey's in play. Just don't forget, this is one of those games that has a double-digit um, spread, which conceivably, or I should say theoretically, means there's a there's the potential, although Kansas City doesn't tend to do this, there's the potential that they'll take the foot off the gas, particularly if Justin Fields is a complete mess. Now, if you're playing this game, you're playing the idea that Justin Fields is not going to be a complete mess. He's going to run around a little bit, maybe complete some passes for once. And what does that mean? That means maybe Justin Fields from a ceiling outcome is in play here as well. So listen, he hasn't been very good at all, but it's if you were going to play him in a really high total and you expected him to break out, maybe this is the game where he actually pushes the Kansas City offense. So it's just something to consider there. Let's go back to the quarterback list, Nada, because there's plenty of other quarterbacks to look at here. Uh, Josh Allen against Washington, I don't want any of that. Uh, Lamar Jackson at home against Indianapolis, I think that is very interesting. I think you could pair him with a Mark Andrews, maybe a Zay Flowers. What's really interesting about Lamar, though, and what we'll have to check on Odell's injury, is that a lot of targets went to Nelson Aguilar, too. So this might be one of those situations where you, if you want to play Lamar, you play him naked. And let's go back to the quarterback list. Yeah, so Lamar is somebody that's kind of on my list here. Um, Justin Fields kind of on my list. I don't know that I'm going to get there. Justin Herbert, he's going to be really popular. And frankly, I'm not really intrigued by the Mike Williams experience like everybody else has been through two weeks. It's really been Keenan Allen, and I, I would have done myself a lot of favors paying up for Keenan Allen as opposed to dropping down to Mike Williams uh, in week two because Keenan Allen was a complete beast. I think Keenan Allen is going to be that dude again. So I think Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen stacks – while expensive, are going to be quite popular for, for good reason. I, we drop down to Kirk Cousins. I think he's interesting in what's going to be a shootout game with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, something to consider there. And then let's go to, let's scroll down a little bit. We can get off the game logs completely because we're going we're going to go so fast on this one. Not a Trevor Lawrence 
um, at home against Houston. Listen, I'm not a Trevor Lawrence guy. Never have been. If you listen to this show, kind of think the dude is overrated. I said that when he was coming out of college. With that said, this Houston offense actually can push the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Stroud has at least shown that he can chuck the ball around. We saw what happened with Nico Collins, and I'm very mad at myself because if you remember on the Tuesday recap early look show last week, I was big on Nico Collins, and then I sort of got intoxicated by some of the other receivers, and what happened? I, I ended up kind of pivoting off of Nico Collins and, and going – granted, I had some Puka Nakua, some Tutu Atwell, unfortunately, some Zay Flowers, but really – it was Nico Collins that was going to be a really nice run back to those Anthony Richardson stacks, which I had, unfortunately, after two touchdowns, he got injured. The rest of this board, not super interested in, but again, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, as we get to that you know, less than 7K range, I think they're all very interesting. Let's scroll down, make sure I'm not missing anybody. All the ones you see on this screen right here, by the way, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit the like button. Not interested in any of these guys. I mean, Gardner Minshew. At Baltimore, if Anthony Richardson happens to be out, I still am not going to play Gardner Minshew at Baltimore of all places. Now, this Baltimore defense isn't super formidable, but I'm just not interested. With the weaponry that Gardner Minshew and Anthony Richardson have, I'm just not interested, even though it's 5,100 in playing that. Tannehill, Ritter, not interested in playing either of those two uh, either. Thank you, everybody, for being in the chat. Lori Moore says, first time watching this particular podcast. Excited to be with the very best. Lori, thank you so much. And don't forget, Tuesdays at 11 o'clock, it's me and Mike McClure. We go through every single game one by one. We talk about our favorite plays. And more importantly, Lori, we talk about our favorite correlations. That's what's really important when it comes to NFL DFS. How are we correlating our lineups? If you don't know what that means, you can always ask. Um, I know a lot of people have privately messaged me, and I'm, I'm going to help them out this week as well. JK, what do you think about going right back to Kelly if Eckler is out? Bad matchup last week, but much better this week and should be low-owned. That's true. We're going to get to running backs right now, JK. That's actually a really good transition. And we'll get to Josh Kelly. In fact, stop right there. Scroll back down. Let's look at Josh Kelly before we go back up to the top of the board. Scroll down a little bit more. And there we are. Josh Kelly is 5,400. It is a plus matchup at, at Minnesota. Yeah, that's one of the value running backs that you're going to want to look at for sure. Uh, let's scroll back up to the top. And I'll tell you right now, some of the value, uh, Craig Reynolds is value because we know David Montgomery is going to play. And while Jameer Gibbs is going to get some, some looks, I think the actual rushing attempts are probably going to go to Craig Reynolds. I think he's at 4,400, 4,600. We'll check that in a second. Uh, Moss is interesting. Zach Moss, another value running back on top of Josh Kelly, which JK just brought up. And of course, Jerome Ford. Listen, Jerome Ford doesn't have a great matchup, but it's Jerome Ford. And, and we saw what he did against Pittsburgh. I mean, he's such a dynamic runner that you could have a really good defense. It's almost like the Barry Sanders experience, and I'm not comparing the two, where the defense is, is just lined up perfectly and, and they're pursuing in the proper way, and Jerome Ford just reverses field and he runs 75 yards for a near touchdown. So all of those value running backs that I just mentioned, I just mentioned four. Really, I just mentioned three, and J.K. mentioned one as well. Those are the types of running backs, if you're willing to play them, that are going to allow you to play the top flight receivers, which we're going to get to in a second, and the top flight stacks, which we, we discussed a little bit when we got to the uh, quarterback section. Let's go all the way back to the top, Nada, and take a look at some of these high-end running backs that we may or may not be interested in. I mean, listen, Eckler, if he plays... I, I think you play him. I, I think that means he's healthy. If he doesn't play, Joshua Kelly at 5,400 uh, is, is a certainly an obviously good value against Minnesota. So I like that. Obviously, the preference would be to have Austin Eckler in there. 
And, and the reality is, if he plays, I think a lot of people will be scared to play him because of the injury and because he's 8,500. So you might pick up some, a, a good sort of leverage opportunity, ownership leverage opportunity with a, a little with a little shyness uh, from the community playing Austin Eckler. Tony Pollard at Arizona makes a lot of sense. This, this Dallas offense hasn't really looked great. They haven't really had to look great, but the, the one person who has looked good, and I will say the passing game, CeeDee Lamb and company, they looked a little better last week. Jake Ferguson, interesting tight end value, uh, looked pretty good last week. But Tony Pollard at 8,000 uh, certainly makes sense. I think Bajan Robinson. Now, let's actually click on his game log because I think this will surprise some people when we look at his rushing attempts. Let's go to his game log here. And I, I believe his rushing attempts were a lot higher than people expected in week two. 19 rushing attempts. Remember, he only had 10, and we thought we were going to see some sort of split with Tyler Algier. 19 rushing attempts and four receptions on five targets. Now he gets a really good matchup going into the Dome at Detroit. I think this could be a time to play Bajan Robinson when his stock is at least a little lower than perhaps it should be. We can go back to the running backs here. Nada. Um, Bajan Robinson, again, at, uh, at 7,800, I think is very, very interesting. Derrick Henry, I'm not playing at Cleveland for obvious reasons. Uh, Travis Etienne, I think, is interesting. We'll monitor the injury, but this is a nice matchup, a nice bounce-back spot, in my opinion, for Etienne, and I don't think there's going to be a lot of ownership there. Jameer Gibbs is really interesting, too. He is not going to get the rushing attempts. It's going to be Craig Reynolds with David Montgomery out, but let's quick, very quickly on his game log because Jameer Gibbs' receptions and targets was pretty impressive last week. So we look at the receptions, seven on nine targets that's a fantasy day. That's the makings of a fantasy day, particularly if he was able to get in the end zone. Seven rushing attempts isn't bad either. So I think it, it'll be interesting to see how ownership shakes out with Jameer Gibbs and Craig Reynolds. And I'll, I'll make sure I ask specifically that question to Mike McClure when we get to um, Friday's game-by-game -game breakdown. Let's get to the, to the running backs. So scrolling down here, you know, Ramondre Stevenson not playing him against the Jets. James Cook, I'm not playing him at Washington, although I don't think it's a terrible play at 6,400. Uh, Kenneth Walker, you know, I actually respect the front seven of Carolina quite a bit, but 6,200 is probably still a little too low for Kenneth Walker. So that's somebody I'm definitely going to consider. Um, Brian Robinson, you know, at 5,800, the way Eric Bieniemy is using him, I think it's pretty unique. I think we thought Antonio Gibson was going to get a little bit more in the passing game or just in the running in the rushing splits. It has been all Brian Robinson. So I don't love it in what is likely a negative game script, but we noticed even in a negative game script, Brian Robinson gets some pretty good usage. So I think 5,800 is at least interesting. I'll be full disclosure here. I don't think I'm getting to it, but I think he's at least interesting at that price. Zach Moss at Baltimore, 5,500. Um, I think we like that. I mean, I think that's pretty good value there. And honestly, I don't think I need to address any other running backs other than the ones that I mentioned earlier that just have tremendous value. Craig Reynolds, Zach Moss, who we mentioned, and Jerome Ford. We'll see what other value opens up. We mentioned Joshua Kelly, of course, here at 5,400. We'll see what other value opens up once we sort of get some more injury reports. And that's part of the reason we're doing the Friday morning uh, show as opposed to Thursday afternoon. If you remember last year, we had the Thursday show at 530. We're likely going to have a little bit more in ownership information, but also injury information during our Friday 11 o'clock game by game breakdown. So something to consider that that show is really important. Obviously, we're not going to know about inactives and actives and, and, you know, Saturday mornings are usually pretty good for stuff like uh, the indicators when it comes like that. But Friday morning is, is much better than Thursday afternoon. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And 
I think that closes it for the running backs. Let's go to wide receiver real quick. But before we do that, we're going to take one last small break and hear a word from our partners. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On May 23rd... I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? <laughs> Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop, make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd, only on Paramount Plus. All right. And we're going to move really quickly through wide receiver. I'm just going to mention right off the top some of the wide receivers that that I really like here. Um, And again, you can pay up at wide receiver because of the value at the running back position, likely at the tight end position as well. Justin Jefferson, Amon Ross St. Brown, Keenan Allen, Calvin Ridley, Mike Williams, Jordan Addison, Dotson, Shahid, Osborne, Jaden Reed. So far, those are all guys sort of in my player pool and we'll have to wait for some injury information before we kind of flush that out a little bit again jefferson at the top 9300 very expensive but it's a very nice matchup against the los angeles chargers so i think that's an sort of an easy place to go tyree kill i'll probably lay off him uh, at home against denver but i don't hate that play i'm on ross st brown we will have to monitor the injury absolutely love keenan allen keenan allen and justin jefferson likely both in my lineups with a Justin Herbert uh, stack to to the Keenan Allen side. Maybe I bring it back with two guys, Jefferson and another receiver or TJ Hawkinson. Something to consider there. Let's scroll down a little bit before we get to tight end real quick. And yeah, like this part of it, I'm not really super intrigued. I do want to pay up at receiver. I know that's what Mike McClure is going to want to do as well. I'm just not going to do the Mike Williams thing. I'll just go straight to Keenan Allen. Let's scroll down a little bit more as we get into the 5K range. Jordan Addison, I think, is very interesting in a shootout. I mean, is K.J. Osborne going to steal more targets from him? Yeah, probably, but hopefully we're on the right side of variance there. Uh, And then we can scroll down a little bit more. I don't think there's anybody else to talk about right now as I want to move pretty fast through the show. Kadarius Toney, always interesting, but at less than 5K, but I don't think I'm getting there with him. Rashid Shahid, always interesting to me uh, at 4,200. He just gets a ton of targets, and he's such a good deep threat, too. And then we see KJ Osborne at 4,000. I see Josh Lucero. You ask about Pacheco. I'm going to be off Pacheco. Uh, We'll wait and see. I'll ask Mike McClure about that, but it's going to be no Pacheco for me. Let's check out tight ends real quick. I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on this. Let's see what Kelsey is priced to at the top, 7,200. Again, in those Mahomes stacks, if you want to play that, I'm not going to do it, especially in likely a non-competitive game. But if you believe that Justin Fields can can do something, that stack makes sense. Maybe you even want to do Justin Fields naked and you bring it back with the Travis Kelsey, and that is actually your stack. In other words, you're not stacking Justin Fields, but you're correlating Justin Fields with the top pass catcher for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll ask Mike what he thinks about that. I certainly love TJ Hawkinson if you want to pay up for tight end. Uh, we scroll down. There's always there, there has been in that 3K range always some value in the 3K range. Jake Ferguson is very interesting to me at Arizona. Um, the Troutman experience didn't work out for me. I, I took a shot there. That didn't work last week. Kyle Granson, uh, he's been targeted. He's, he's an athletic 
solid tight end, somebody to consider there. All right, that was quick. Let's go to no, no, let's go to lineups. Let's we we got about five minutes left. Let's go to let's go to the fantasy football today DFS winner. Let, let's go to who actually won the contest this last week. Um, I believe he's a Chargers fan based on his username. I think it was Bolts with with a bunch of Z's. Uh, so we're gonna bring that up. By the way, I, I would have had such a great day last week if Anthony Richardson didn't get injured. I had Jared Goff as my primary um, stack, but the only other stack I had, or the only other quarterback I played on the entire slate, and I played a lot of lineups, was Anthony Richardson. Things were looking so good for me until they weren't after his uh, concussion, after his second rushing touchdown. All right, this is Bolts nineteen. He had um, a presumably a Chargers fan. He had a, the Jared Goff stack just like we suggested, and he, he actually had it with Amon Ross St. Brown and Sam Laporta. Love that. That was one of the variations we talked about. He he took the value in Rashad White, which Mike McClure was really big on. Zach Moss, you know, we should have talked a little bit more about Zach Moss, uh, to be honest with you. At 4,700, I didn't know if he was going to get a full complement of work. I'm not sure that matters. I, I think even if he only got 10 to 12 touches, he was going to hit value at 4,700. So both smart enough to play Zach Moss there. Nico Collins, who we talked about a lot, a little bit on the Friday show, a lot on the Tuesday show. So good job sticking with Nico Collins there. Christian McCaffrey, hard to go wrong there, even though the price was high. And the Buccaneers defense against Justin Fields. I totally get that. This is a great, great lineup. It took down our 200-person contest. We'll have the link for our 200-person contest up in just a um, probably just a couple hours, actually. So definitely look out for that. I'll tweet it out. The main account will tweet it out. But it'll also be in the YouTube description, and it'll also be in the podcast description. Now let's take a look at my FFT DFS lineup. This this garnered zero dollars. Um, this is listen. I, I did okay in some of my lineups. Some of my Jared Goff stacks were actually pretty good. My Anthony Richardson lineups were going to be amazing, uh, but then they weren't. I mean, I was up a lot of money early in the slate, and for whatever reason, you know, obviously he. Uh, Anthony Richardson got a concussion and, and that that was that so here we go with my lineup it is Jared Goff that looks familiar to Amon Ross St. Brown and Josh Reynolds listen I, I love that I, I that that actually worked out Amon Ross could have done a little bit better but he had to go in and out of the game a little bit still hit the 100 yard bonus which is great uh, Derek Henry and Josh Jacobs you know that's kind of where I went wrong I was a little stubborn about Josh Jacobs I probably could have gotten off of him but I didn't ultimately. Derrick Henry did okay. No problems there. Again, the real big issue here was playing Mike Williams instead of Keenan Allen. If this lineup plays Keenan Allen, I end up in the cash in this FFT DFS tournament. And unfortunately, I went with the wrong guy. Not that Mike Williams had a terrible game, but but Keenan Allen really was the play in that one. Luke Musgrave, no issues there. A little overrated. I mean, he's, he's just not getting the targets that I think we're expecting. So uh, Kenneth Walker had a fine game. You know, this was a good lineup. It just wasn't a great lineup. And Josh Jacobs is really what sunk me there. Before we get out of here, let's see, do we have any other questions? Can you do a top three overall, Jay Metz asked, or top five cash game plays at the end of the Friday show? That's a great idea, and you're not the first person to suggest uh, some sort of uh, cash game core, top five, things of that nature. So we will get to cash game plays on the Friday episode. That is a very, very good question, and we will uh, we will definitely do that. Um, Lori, Josh, uh, Jay Metz, Japan five, everybody. Thank you for being in the chat. So this one went a little faster because we started a little late. Have no fear next Tuesday. We actually might have a guest with us next Tuesday, but we're going to steamroll through QBs, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, but we're also going to have like five or six more minutes to deal with. So it won't feel super suffocating with how fast I'm talking. But to be honest with you for these early looks, I like to just like pepper stuff. I like to just throw stuff out there, throw some things that I'm looking at from a correlation standpoint and just, 
you know, have you all absorb it as we go into the Friday show. So these Tuesday shows aren't going to be me taking my time through the slate. They're going to be quick hitter stuff. What do I like? What do I not like? Where's the value? Where am I looking to pay up? At what position? Where am I looking to pay down? And I think we got through all of that. So um, I think that's all. Look out for the FFT DFS contest. Make sure you're here with us at 11 o'clock on Friday. Um, That's going to be a very important show every single week. Um, This has been Fantasy Football Today DFS. Appreciate you all joining us. Definitely subscribe. Make sure you're always hitting the like button on YouTube. And hey, write a review for us. That would be awesome on Apple, Spotify, wherever you can write reviews. Write a review. I would really appreciate it. This is Fantasy Football Today DFS. My name is Sina Jad. See you Friday with Mike McClure. Until then. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.